welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back to The Wave. It is the weekly news and chat show from the world-famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It is indeed. We're here every Monday to do this show, and then we are here on this very same feed every Thursday where we randomly select a movie from the Netflix stream. And, uh, well, we're looking on a never-ending journey for some hidden gems. We are indeed. This is this week's will be the penultimate episode of season nine. It will. Next week's the season finale. Yeah, so we are closing in on the final stream table for season nine. We are indeed. Twenty five films in the stream table yeah. every season. So yeah. A lot of films we've done over the years. We sure have. We sure have. And we're still finding good ones and also terrible ones. <laughs> Absolutely are. Both of which are fun in their own way. Yes. Uh, but this is the wave. It is. How are you, Adam? I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? I'm pretty good, thanks. Yeah. How's your week been? Uh, it's all right, thank you. I went to a Christmas gift fair on Sunday. Lovely. Did you nice. buy any gifts? No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't actually buy hardly anything at all. Did you it go any bit, rides? It was a bit rubbish. There wasn't any rides. Oh, okay. It was a bit rubbish. But there was a stall there. Yes. Just and one. It sold, it, he was selling unclaimed parcels right so it's basically lucky bags because yeah. they're not unclaimed parcels no. at all it's, no. it's absolutely he's been bullshit. down the cash and carry yeah, and just brought a load of shit got a load of put stuff. them in bags put fake address labels on and yeah. then they were free for a tenner so i purchased free yeah i got two bottles of aftershave okay and one whiskey gift set which was just a whiskey glass <laughs> oh not even any alcohol nope <laughs> oh my word um, so when i got home Obviously, I'd never heard of these. One, just one glass as well. Singular. It was one singular glass in a box. It came with a stirrer and a paper coaster. That's a bit of a... Yeah. A bit of a you-live-alone stab in the <laughs> front, isn't it? I gave it to my dad. Yeah. Um, who doesn't live alone. Um, but what I wanted to say is I'd never heard of either of these two makes of aftershave. Yeah. So when I got home, I googled them. Was it like John Paul Glotier? <laughs> Might as well have been. So one of the brands came up on Google... Right. And how much would you say is the cheapest bottle of aftershave you can imagine? Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll it's, a, it's a big bottle. So it's like 150 millilitres. Okay, so milliliters, I will say you'll get a penny change out of three quid. This bottle of aftershave can be purchased online yeah. for £1.69. pence. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even spray it on myself. Do you know what? You should have put it in a whiskey glass and took a swig. <laughs> Hell yeah. £1.69 for a bottle of aftershave. Yeah. It's, uh, and you got two of them? I got two or different... two equivalents. Two different brands. But I, the second one didn't come up on Google at all. Couple of quid for the for the glass made at max. Max. So it's probably £5 profit. Yeah. Um, the stand was by far the busiest one at this gift fair. Really? By far. What People I, were ripping each other out of the way to get these. What bags. a side hustle that's like. Proper scam he's got going on. Yeah. And you know they're not unclaimed parcels because he, he's got them designated for men, women, and children and dogs. Yeah, of course. So in, you know he knows what's in them. It's just a scam. What else was at the gift fair? I'm quite intrigued. Was, was the big man there? The big man was there. There wasn't a Christmas tree there. What? Which was strange. There's usually in the middle of this gift fair a big Christmas tree in the middle. Well, that makes sense. Because that's like the meeting point for everybody. If you like get split up, you go and meet at the yeah. Christmas tree. But now there was this year there wasn't a tree. There was just a big Santa's sleigh with a Santa in it. Okay. There was there was the usual thing you get at gift yeah. fairs. A lot bit of food. Did it smell of Christmas? Few, yeah, cinnamon everywhere. Yeah. A few gadgety things. 
and lots of things that women like. <laughs> it was rubbish. I didn't enjoy myself at all. I, I did buy some cheese. Glass. Oh, nice. Christmas cheese? No, just normal cheese. Right. But it was very delicious. It's almost all gone now. Okay. So that's basically my week. Cool. I was going to go to the cinema this week, but that didn't happen in the end. Yeah, too too busy eating cheese. <laughs> too busy eating cheese and spraying crap aftershave on myself. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've not really done much else. What about yourself? Uh, so I did go to a child's birthday, well, two children's birthday party, joint birthday party okay. last weekend. Nice. I did venture onto the balance. You did venture on. Yeah. Are you okay? Uh, I'm fine. No, Good. no, no ill effects. Excellent. So uh, I'm still having the odd twinge in my leg, but I think I'm I'm pretty much there. So there was a there was a bit of bouncing. It's a Christmas miracle. A Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. How any injured children? No, no No. injured children. I mean, there there was there was a couple of pretty naked children by the end of it. Just (laughs) okay. Because you you know when you're three. Yeah. You can just Clothes are optional. take your party dress off and go and bounce around, I guess. Yeah, Especially if, one, if you're one of the birthday <laughs> girls. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, there was no cheese and pineapple hedgehog. So, yeah. What? Yeah. Well, there, there was cheese. There was mini sausages, but not in a pineapple. Not in a hedgehog form. Or not in a hedgehog fashion. No. How do you display cheese and pineapple without <laughs> being in a hedgehog form? I'm confused. Um, yeah. Cool. There was no cocktail sticks involved. Maybe it's a health and safety thing. It probably is these days, isn't it? Can't have cocktail sticks around naked for a year old. (laughs) I guess not. That's the name of the episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Brilliant. Cool. What we're here for? Um, Do the wave. Question. Question. I've got a question of the week. Okay. Which I've already forgotten, so I really hope the page is still open on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) And We're so well prepared for this show. I love it. So the question is, would you... Rather know how the world began or how it will end. I'm kind of seeing this as a like, you know, uh, a sort of Christmas carol. Some force comes and takes you to witness the birth of the planet or the end of it. Um, I don't know if you get a bit of build up as well so you can get a bit of the context. But they're your choices. So is this like the end of humanity? Or the end of the planet. It's the end of the world. Because the humanity is going to go a long time before the planet. Yeah, the end of the world. I mean, you could you could take that anyway. I'm going to go planet. You want, I suppose. I'm going to go planet. So either the birth of the planet, yeah, or the destruction, final destruction of the planet. I think I want to see the end of the planet, the end of the world. Okay. I'd like to see what happens to this. From what perspective? Would you like to be on the planet no. or up I'd like to in be, space? I think there's an episode of the... Doctor Who where they watch the end of the world. Possibly. Or something that sort of along thing. that sort of sci-fi line. And they stand in like a ship and watch, look yeah. down at it. So I'd like to do that, okay. I think, just to see what happens. What finally brings an end to this? What's special about that? Are they worlds end every day. Yeah, but this one's mine. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only one we know. I mean, my take on it would be we kind of, if we're talking actually the planet yeah. exploding into a million smithereens, we kind of know how that's going to happen. True. Presumably, unless we're attacked by massive aliens, which could happen. Could happen. Presumably, it'll be the sun engulfing us all. Yeah. But Or, I, a, big, or a big comet or a big collision with That could happen else. before, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that intrigues me more. Uh, I think I'd go for the start. Really? Yeah. 
what would you expect to see at the start? Though? I it's don't like, know. What is a what is a just, what is a Big Bang? What does it look like? What does it look the formation of a planet look like? Exactly. Oh well, I want to see it. Okay. <laughs> and if that says something about us as like as people, you're you're in for the creation, creation and I'm in for the destruction. <laughs> Antagonists, protagonists. Maybe. That's a good question. Though. I mean, I am wearing light and you're wearing black. So maybe <laughs> to work like this today. Maybe. Dressed like a referee. <laughs> it's all black. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go for the start. Okay. I'm but I, and also, if I'm allowed to stay for a bit longer, or we do it in time lapse, yeah, I'd like to hang around and see, sort of, not just the planet coming together, but actually the development of what it oceans, yeah, land mountains, masses, yeah. mountains, uh, maybe even a bit further. Yeah, that'd I, be can cool. I hang around until I see a dinosaur? I think that's what I'm asking. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can time lapse until the first dinosaur. Yeah. I want to time lapse from the last human, right, to the end of the planet. Yeah, because you yeah. Could, you might have. I don't mean the last human. Somebody years at some nothing. point is going to be the last human. Yeah, sure. Whoa! Someone was the first one. Whoa! <laughs> that's crazy, man. It's trippy. Right. Anyway, that's weird. Let's go on. Let's move on and do some Netflix news, shall we? Sure. What have we got this week, Nick? This week. We are going to start with Netflix news and a really weird story. Okay. And this is the news that Netflix have for the past few... Well, this is this being on, ongoing for a few years. But uh, back um, in 2018, the, the news has come out that Netflix gave... Uh, Carl Eric Rinsk, who is the director of 47 Ronin, which I think is a Keanu Reeves movie it from, is indeed, yeah. I don't know, maybe 90s? 10, yeah, a while ago. Yeah. Uh, they gave him uh, the job of directing a sci-fi show for Netflix. Okay. Right. He scored a 61.2 million production deal wow. with Netflix for a sci-fi series. Uh, called Conquest. By March 2020, Netflix had sunk $44.5 million into the development and production of this show. Okay. At that point, Rinch told them he needed more money or production of the show would cease. Okay. Netflix then gave the production company another $11 million. So we're up to $55 million of Netflix money he's had now. Yeah. But it turns out that a big chunk of that money wasn't spent on producing this series. Right. And that Rinch has used $10.5 million from Netflix's funding to play the stock market. What? Uh, The Times has reported this, having seen court filings and financial documents. uh, And he lost... Nearly $6 million in trading Wow! with this Netflix money. He then pivoted to the cryptocurrency market. Right. Uh, and used a load of the money to buy, uh, is it Dogecoin? Yeah. And he turned, he started off with $4 million, Yeah. Turned that into $27 million, Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and also spent nearly $10 million on fancy cars and designer goods. 
Uh, the court filings oh <laughs> from a forensic accountant say that Rinch's purchases included a Ferrari and five Rolls Royces. Five Rolls Royces? Surprisingly, Netflix has yet to receive any episodes of this show from the director. Jeez. I mean, where does this come from? This is astounding. This is astounding. It's unbelievable. Uh, Thomas Cherian, who is a spokesperson for Netflix, told The Times that Netflix had written off the sci-fi series, adding that it was now clear that Mr. Rinch was never going to complete the project he had agreed to make. Uh, Mr. Rinch declined to answer any questions when contacted for comment. Uh, Rinch is also countersuing Netflix, claiming that he is owed at least $14 million in damages for Netflix breaching their contract with him. What? This is an absolute this mess. This is unbelievable. Uh, his filmography is only that one movie, 47 Ronin, from 2013. Oh, not as early as I thought. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we've got to hear more of this as this, this case so progresses. I'm so confused by this. So this guy's just gone and spent millions and millions of Netflix's money. Call me naive, and it's not something I've ever thought about. But when somebody's given a budget of sixty-one million for a film or a TV show, Who's I just don't think that so, they get given sixty-one million dollars. So I to their bank account. I presume. I assume he owns the production uh, company or something. So I think there's a lot of un unwritten blanks in this yeah. story. So I I am presuming that yes. There have been a production of a movie. There is a of a series. There is there are scripts in existence. There yeah, will yeah. there are dailies. There right there is footage. Um, he's not because yes, you're right. No one can just take a chunk of money and no. Netflix go. All right, see you in six months. Yeah, let us know when you're just done. Transfer him sixty one million dollars <laughs> into his bank account. But he clearly was using this money money for uh, other means and siphoning it away from what he was supposed I mean, to be using I mean, it seems like it a pretty clear-cut case. It's like, it really does. We've given you $61 million for a TV show. You've you, never given us a TV show. Yes. End and of story. You've took 10 of that to And you've now use got five Rolls Royces. And a Ferrari. <laughs> this is incredible. The brass balls of suing them, counter-suing them, is unbelievable. <laughs> this is unbelievable. I've never heard of anything like it. So, uh, yeah, no, um, no more comments from either party uh, when when pursued by either the times or business insider who have been reporting on this this week i mean yeah that guy's that guy i neck for sure (laughs) surely he's got he's gonna end up doing some time for that he's not gonna be able to pay that back um and and surely and it seems like there's not a salvageable show in here anywhere so that's insane what an insane but for all that to just roll up out of the blue yeah i mean Netflix have put the swept that one under the carpet. <laughs> Very, yeah, because that's like five quite years well. ago, twenty eighteen, nearly six years ago. Yeah, oh, we'll definitely see if we can find more out about that as it as it goes on. Yeah, that's a really interesting story. Yeah, one hundred percent. Also interesting is a bit of squabbling, which we've had a hint of before, backstage on The Witcher. Okay, so this kind of started this week with. Uh, an interview with Andrei Sapowski, who is the author of the Witcher books. Okay, right. And he has sort of he's he's been doing a, 
I guess, one of these panels at the Vienna Comic-Con. Right. Uh, and he was asked how involved he was with the Netflix adaptation and if he'd ever been involved in giving feedback to it as the as the show rolled through production. Uh, and apparently Sapkowski's reply was with a laugh. Oh, okay. I gave them some ideas, but they never listened to me. Uh, he then apparently broke into an impression of a Netflix executive and said dismissively, who's this? Just a writer. It's a nobody. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, Netflix has not commented on these remarks, surprisingly. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it doesn't seem a happy camp, The Witcher, does it? We've no, talked it's... about some of the producers a few... Uh, this was going back a couple of months, sort of being very dismissive of the fan base yeah. as well. Um, they don't seem to be that respectful of the source material or the fan base. Yeah. Uh, and it isn't getting good numbers because of that. Interestingly as well, after uh, Sabalski's comments, one of the show's writers from season one and two yep. before, before leaving leaving that position, uh, a chap called Bo, Dema- Bo DeMeo, wrote on Instagram, uh, I've been working on a show, The Witcher, where some of the writers were not or actively disliked both the books and the games uh, and would sit around mocking the source material. It's a recipe for disaster and bad morale. I don't understand how you can write something if you don't enjoy the source material. Uh, He added, you have to respect the work before you are allowed to add to its legacy. Yeah. I, I don't know. How do you get a job on a show... From a showrunner, if and how do you stay on a show if you're then sitting around? Well, this all this it's swords just, and dragons and garbage. monsters is all shit, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It's just but it feels like mind boggling. That, that is borne out with sort of what's happening with the witch. Yeah, it's, it's it's clear from because Cavill was always very. He was so vocal on, I I love this property, I respect yeah. the source material, that's what I want this to be an adaptation of, I'll play this role as long as I believe in it, and, well, that didn't last too long. Yeah, and then he went, because he obviously stopped believing in it. Um, wow. Yeah, I feel like The Witch is just a disaster project from the start. It's just, uh, get rid. It feels like it's going to be, and I know we've got, uh, is it Liam Hemsworth stepping in? Yes. But... Man, they're up against it, aren't they? Yeah, really, with that, really are. I don't see him doing more than one season. It, it's tough to envisage that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good job then that things are going so smoothly on another Netflix show. <laughs> so we actually mentioned this last week, but neither of us picked up on it. So when we when we did the roundup for Geeked Week, we yeah. mentioned that. Uh, the three body problem yes. was on the way. There's a couple of teasers out there that Netflix have released as this, part of Geek Week. This is a show from the guys who created Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. That's right. Yeah. And but what we didn't pick up on last week, probably because we had such a massive wadge of news <laughs> yeah, to get through related to Geek Week, was when we said this this show arrives on the 21st of March, yeah, 2024. We didn't pick on the fact that. Actually, that's a new date. Yes. And previously it had been announced in Jan- for January. Yeah, it was supposed to be coming in January. Uh, and, I mean, January is only five weeks away. Yeah. 
And it feels to me like five weeks before something comes out is quite late notice to shove something back, back three months. It really is, yeah. Yeah, it really is. So I'm not necessarily saying there's... The, look, there could be a myriad of reasons. Yeah. You know, it could be some the effects where it needs some more stuff. Who knows? But it's it's odd. It is, because I think the Janu- even the January tape, was it put back? It, yes, so, it been put so back. So this is the second already. time it's been put back. Yeah. So it's done, it's ready to go. It must be if there's only five weeks left. Yeah. And But it's, it keeps being delayed now. Yeah. So something's not sitting right with somebody at Netflix for me. Yeah, I don't just... I quite know what it is. Interesting. There's trailers out there, there's clips out yeah. there, you can see them all. Yeah, so I did, I did a little bit of reading on this one myself. It is very strange, because there's never, they've never given any reason for why it's been delayed. No. Both times. I th- they'll, they'll just keep delaying it. My my personal view as well is that uh, Benoff and Vice have really got something to prove here because yeah, big star. that final season of Game of Thrones, as everyone knows, was an absolute shit show. Shit show. It really was. And this, I don't think this is a given. And and this is, yeah, this is going to be really interesting to see what they can come back with. Yeah, it really is uh, because they were. They were also they were signed up for some Star Wars stuff as yeah, well, which they yeah. ended up coming away from. Yeah. So well, they they lost that when they, they need a win. Messed up Game of Thrones. They really do need a win because they've got this contract with Netflix as well, haven't they? So yeah. it's, it's not like just this show. They've got like a exclusive contract with Netflix yeah. in some form or another. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder if it'll get pushed back again come the end of February. Who knows? Who knows? We'll we'll, we'll keep our eye on it. Definitely. A uh, couple of more pieces of Netflix news in terms of new shows coming our way. Okay. News this week, reported by Variety uh, as an exclusive, that Black Mirror has been renewed for a seventh season. Oh, excellent. Okay. That's it good. will return. No news on casting dates uh, or anything like that, because this is pretty hot off the press. But... Yeah, it will be back. It took four years between the last two seasons. There was so. four years between the last two seasons. <laughs> Don't expect it anytime soon. I I would say maybe maybe not four years though. No, I don't think so. Maybe a couple of years. Uh, but yeah, if that's that is if that is the next thing that uh, Charlie Brooker and Co go to work on. Um, Excellent. Good news. I really like Black Mirror. Have you ever? You've never seen Black no, Mirror? No, famously, I've famously never watched never, an episode. You should. I feel like if you give one a try, you'd watch them all. I probably, yeah, I'm sure I would. I'm sure I would. Uh, also, news this week was a first look in the form of some cast photos of Netflix's TV limited series version of a Guy Ritchie movie, The Gentleman. Okay, yeah. Uh, Good film. Yes, I I really enjoyed it. I I personally think it's Hugh Grant's best role. Uh, ever okay I mean you've not seen Paddington <laughs> 2 so I'll let you go <laughs> let you off but <laughs> that is I, true but he's great in it and I, re- I re- really enjoyed that movie uh, yeah 20, the 2020 movie um, I no, didn't know this was coming I didn't know this was a thing no characters from said movie okay are crossing over into this TV show uh, Netflix says that uh, while the characters will be totally different from the movie the gentleman will have all the same bite along with a bunch of fresh tricks up its well-tailored sleeve. It does have quite a cast. So uh, Theo James is the lead 
in the show. He was recently in White Lotus. Yep. Um, Guy Ritchie is obviously there as creator, co-writer, executive producer, and also director of the first two episodes. Okay. Uh, he told Netflix, The world of the gentleman is a little bit of me. We are looking forward to bringing fans back into the world, introducing new characters and their stories. I'm ex- extremely excited to be doing it with this talented cast. Uh, also in the cast are Jolie Richardson, Vinnie Jones. Okay, standard. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, nice. Max Beasley. Standard. <laughs> and Peter Serafinowitz. Oh, cool. Nice. That'd be good. I, I feel like that'll be good. It launches sometime in 2024. The pictures make it look fun. Look at Vinnie Jones. <laughs> How is that man just not aging? Vinnie Jones. Grown into his cragginess, I would say. It really has. Cool. That'll be good. I'm excited for that one. Okay, that's all the Netflix news. So let's move on to the wider world of streaming and movies. Okie doke. Cobra Kai is approaching its final season on Netflix. It is. Again, which we will see next year at some point. So imagine my surprise this week when I read that that will not be the end of Ralph Macchio playing Danny LaRusso. Oh, okay. Because it has been announced this week that a new Karate Kid movie is on its way. And both Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan have signed up to star in it. Right. As the two mentors. Okay. So I don't know how this exists beyond Cobra Kai. No, is this a different Uh, universe? But this is a cinematic release so it's a movie yeah um and they will share the screen because jackie chan was es- essentially the mr miyagi role in the jaden smith was, version yeah. of the karate kid he was, wasn't yeah. it so yeah okay. this is this is being uh released by sony uh on the books to direct it is jonathan entwistle who was behind i'm not okay with this and the end of the effing world both good shows, both very bleak shows, though. Uh, no title announced yet, uh, or plot synopsis, or anything like that. Although the Hollywood Reporter says it will bring the story to the East Coast and focus on a teen from China who finds strength and direction via martial arts and his tough but wise mentor. They okay. also add that a search is underway for a Chinese actor to inherit the title role. So. Okay, so they haven't got a, an actual karate kid yet. No. They've got a couple of mentors. No. I don't understand how those words, worlds collide. It's kind of boggling my brain a little bit. So Cobra Kai's all done. Cobra Kai's done. And this... Does, Cobra Kai is a sequel this... to the original Karate Kid movie. Yeah, it is, yeah. So does the Jackie Chan Karate Kid movie sit in the same universe? Or is it... A, I was assumed it was like a remake, so different universe. Yeah, exactly. Universe. Imagine if they really link this up and Jackie Chan's in the final series of Cobra, Cobra Kai, Kai somewhere. And it comes, I wouldn't be surprised. It links through. But I wouldn't be at all surprised. Who knows? I mean, they've got to get the skates on because apparently 
This has got a tentative release date of the 13th of December 2024. Wow. That's like a year away. Which feels... Far too soon. Very challenging. <laughs> because we've not even cast a Karate yeah. Kid yet. That is quite soon. Okay. We'll keep our eye on if that happens, because it won't. Next. Talking of franchises, coming back to the cinema, cinema uh, is the fact that director Edward Berger, whose last project was All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay, very successful which movie. was uh, released on Netflix around last Christmas. Yes. And won a couple of Oscars, I believe. I think it did, yeah. He has been given or has successfully won the job of rebooting... Jason Bourne. Oh, right. I thought that was well dead for us. <laughs> uh, Deadline is reporting this one uh, that, yeah, Berger will be uh, taking this one on for Universal. <sighs> I'd totally forgotten for going through this story that, like, Jeremy Renner did a, had just, did a Bourne film. I just read that on there and I was on like, his oh, own. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that as well. Yeah. I don't think he'll be doing the next one. Well, unless, well, maybe he'll quarterback it yeah, maybe. from the uh, from the control room. But I mean, no, yeah, it's early days. This is a, this deal's only just come together, so no, no news on whether this is a complete reboot, recast, or if this is bringing back anyone or everyone from previous no, Bourne films. No new ideas in Hollywood, is there? That that first trilogy is is great. It's just. Just leave it. Yeah, just if you want to make a movie like it, <laughs> go and make a movie like the Born Identity. Yeah, just make the Born Identity again. Surely that's just, just diminishing returns. Yeah, it's just an easy way to make some money, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if we need a sixth Jason Bourne film, but I agree. Uh, another franchise, not. Not maybe of having such a good week as Jason Bourne or The Karate Kid. Uh, it's Scream, and in particular, Scream 7. I feel like that's an understatement. I feel like this movie's about to fall apart. <laughs> completely fall apart. Because it's lost both its lead actresses this week. Yeah. For very different reasons. Yeah. Uh, Melissa Barrera has been let go from Scream 7 over what have been considered controversial social media posts yeah. uh, surrounding the ongoing conflict uh in israel and gaza uh also following that was the news that jenna ortega will not be returning to the franchise due to scheduling conflicts so what they've done in the last two screen movies is built the whole franchise around those two people sure and you can't do this film now <laughs> <laughs> you, will we recast you, them no <laughs> you can't they play sisters for a start and <laughs> There isn't an, uh, all the rest of the characters are either related or friends with them. It just will not work now without those two people. Yeah, this could this. I, I mean, I guess the positive spin, if you wanted to put on it, would be that this is this has been caused by the strike because Ortega's calendar is well. Basically, Scream Seven should have been filmed over the last couple of months. Yeah, and that window's gone. She is uh, back to work on Beetlejuice Two. And then go straight into season two of Wednesday. Okay. So what you have to do now with Scream 7 is throw that script in the bin and completely start again. 
If you want another screen film, it might be the the only option. Easiest horror movie franchise to just reboot. I haven't seen Scream Six. So was was there a is there a cliffhanger or is it like does it matter if it just starts something new? No. Okay. You can just Ghostface isn't a Michael Myers or a Jason or he doesn't have no no no. doesn't have any connection to anybody. He can be anybody. So you could you the world is their oyster. They can do whatever they want with the screen franchise. Yeah. So just start but again. I think kind of the problem is that obviously they had General Ortega. The 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 last couple of was she in the last two? Yeah. They did quite well. Yeah. She has the since, last one's great. She has since gone stratospheric. Completely. They were probably banking on we can reel the cash in on the seventh movie because yeah. we've got her. And that is now not happening. Do you know what you should what they should do? Pay Neve Campbell what she wanted. <laughs> she oh, she went to work for Netflix instead as <laughs> she well. She did. Indeed. It was you know we I remember talking about that way back. She had the she was basically she basically said, look, I've got I can go back to Scream or I can do the Lincoln Lawyer, and she took the Netflix money. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you make Scream Seven now without the you built that franchise around them, and now they're both not going to be there. You, you need to throw that script in the bin and start again. Otherwise, you're just going to end up with a terrible movie. <laughs> and I don't know how you do it. What you do. It's a shame. I love that franchise, but it needs to be restarted now. Okay. Or left alone. Just leave it. Fine. Put you, it, you've got six movies. Put it on the shelf for a bit. Yeah. Do it in, give it another 10 years. Uh, news, final piece of news this week is uh, a bit... More a bit of info on the latest picture coming from the A24 production line, hmm. and that is that they have cast Nicole Kidman, yep, and bottom of the stream alumni <laughs> Antonio Banderas. Oh wow! In an upcoming erotic thriller. Oh, okay. Called Baby Girl. They're two big names to be doing erotic thriller. <laughs> the movie will be written and directed by Helena. Ryan, uh, which will be her second collaboration with A24 after she previously directed Bodies, Bodies, Bodies in 2022. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, for this one, Nicole Kidman will star as a CEO married to Antonio Banderas, but she soon begins an illicit affair with a much younger intern played by Harris Dickinson. Okay. The film will also star Sophie Wilde and Jean Reno. Not seen him in anything for no. a while. Um, yeah. Okay. It will be uh, Ryan's third feature film. Sweet. Yeah. I don't think A24 can do anything wrong at the minute, so why not? Yeah, I'll watch it. How old do you think Nicole Kidman is? Ooh, I think Nicole Kidman is 63. No, 56. Oh, really? Okay. Sorry, Nicole. <laughs> Banderas is 63. Oh, that's that's what I was thinking. <laughs> For that's what you said. Sorry. The Iron Claw's next from A24, isn't it? I'm it looking is. looking forward to that. I think yeah. that's going to be a really good film. Yeah. Have you oh, seen the trailer? The trailer looks I good. have, yeah. It's generating a bit of Oscar buzz as well already. Yeah. So it's uh, going to be a fun one. And we talked last week, they're making the Elon Musk biopic as well. Yes, they are. So Man in the Iron Musk. <laughs> there's lots of good stuff coming from A24. Excellent. 
That's all the news. Thank you very much. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Uh, I've watched a bit of some things. Okay, so, me too. I've had a bit of a bitty week this week. Because I, I think it's been quite a, for Netflix at least, it's been quite a notable week. Yeah, I would say definitely. for for releases. So I dipped in and watched only the first episode of Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. I can't remember if I've seen one or two of them. I've okay. I definitely watched the first one. I don't think I did watch the second one in the end yet. I will say, yeah, I will go back for more. Yeah, I love this style. Yeah, the, the animation. Great. Yeah, and knowing that all those proper voices, are there, <laughs> like everyone's back from the movie. It took me a while to tune into this. Yeah, though. I think you're right. It wasn't what I was expecting. No. When I turned it on. First 15 to 20 minutes, I was like, oh, this isn't what... This yeah. is a bit slow. Not, yeah. uh, not like I know what you mean. Not slow, but also not fast. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a bit of a twist at the end of the first episode. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah, think okay, I know I where we're going. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back for more. Yes, me too. I'm definitely... I just back. haven't yet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and it look it does it looks brilliant. Yeah, it's beautiful looking. It looks really brilliant. Uh, and then I've watched the first two episodes of Squid Game: The Challenge. I haven't got to this yet. Um, it might be after you've gone tonight. I might give it a go. Okay. I thoughts? Mean, my my initial thoughts are, I was reminded of a lot of the criticisms of watching Squid Game. Oh really? <laughs> like, I'm not that bothered about the games. Right. Oh, this is all about the games, surely. Yeah, but. I, f- I found it more interesting when we were getting to know the people oh, and right, some okay. of their motivations and, you know, they throw a couple of curveballs between the main games. Yeah. So, like, they chuck a phone into the dorms and it's like, oh, what happens if we answer the phone? And, like, almost mini games. And I was like, okay. oh, they, they were a bit more the, the psychological aspect of it. And I found that a bit more interesting. And I... But... I've only seen the first two episodes, and to be honest, so it's followed the the same sort of order as the TV show, and I, I thought Red Light, Green Light, yeah. and the, the biscuit-licking game, <laughs> they weren't two of the best games in Squid Game. No. Uh, so, I... Are they the first two episodes yeah. then? Okay. Yeah. Um, Apparently, the Red Light, Green Light game took seven hours to film. Really? Yeah, I was reading it the other day. The, the person who won that challenge said it took her seven hours to get from the start to the crossing the line. Yeah. Which is insane. That's the... When it got it hit the news, didn't it, when it was being yes, filmed? Yes, it did. Yeah. People being yeah. taken for hyperthermia and yeah. passing out and stuff. And that was why, apparently. But yes. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the clock's counting down from, I don't know, 10 minutes or yeah, something. But it, it, all in all, apparently they had to have like independent adjudicators to watch every single person. Yeah. And if they even twitch. So they had to like watch one, go start again, watch the footage of the next one. And there's 456 people doing that challenge. Yeah. It's, that's what took the time. Every time the head turned, yeah. they had to individually look at each person. I feel like there's an AI that could have done it for them. It, yeah, it feels like that's a <laughs> bit does. rudimentary. It does. But... Uh, so, is it good? Probably not. Do I want to watch it to the end? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it. The the thing is... It made just made me think of the show we watched earlier in the year. Was it One Hundred? The Korean, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and I know that was for like elite athletes and fit people. Yeah, and <laughs> so not just, not just athletes, but like you know, I don't know, special forces people and all that sort of stuff. But that was awesome, and I, and 
I liked that better. Right, okay. <laughs> oh, like on, on the first two episodes. That's fair. But this is a cashing on the Squid Game phenomenon. Yeah, I of just... course it is. It's... People wouldn't be watching this if it wasn't for Squid Game. No. We wouldn't. But it made me think I'd prefer to be watching Squid, Squid Game. And <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of Squid Game. No, you weren't. So. We're, not, we're still not sure on the release schedule, are we? Because five have come out, I There's think. There's five episodes. and But it said, all the press releases said it was coming out weekly within the next three weeks. So, so I'm assuming the next five are going to come. I don't know if we've seen for sure. I, I did see something this way, this week that thought we were getting five. So we've had five episodes of this to start with, four next week, and then one the final week. Okay. I think that was kind of what we said, what we theorized might happen. Yeah. Okay, but but there's there's definitely five out there now, and there is ten altogether. So yeah, we know that much. Yeah, and it's going to finish on the sixth of December. Okay, we know that much. So, okay, check it out. Look, I'm, I'm going to check I will, it out. I'm I will go and watch another. I'll I'll watch these. If I'm if it's between that and I'm a celebrity, I'm definitely picking Netflix because fuck ITV, <laughs> absolutely fuck them. I also um, think this is a show that you can probably just put on in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to you know, concentrate, you, have you? Yeah, exactly. So, I'm watching. so it has that going for it as yeah, well. Definitely. Um, I've had a similar week. I've been a bit bitty with my TV viewing this week. So okay. I've not got a TV show that I'm watching at the minute. Right. And so I was in the market for one. So I thought I'll just try the first episode of a couple. Sure. See if anything grabs me. So I did do the Scott Pilgrim. I did watch the first episode of that, and I will watch more of that. I then watched the first episode of All the Light You Cannot See. All right, yes. It was... I can see why people are going to enjoy it. It yeah. isn't for me, I don't think. That's fine. I didn't go... I didn't... I wasn't in very much. I don't think I'll go back to it. Okay. It and then I watched the first episode of Creature. What's remember, Creature? Remember we talked briefly about Creature the other week. It is the Turkish TV show that's about... Frankenstein. Yes, I do remember. It's, yeah, it's it came out I think this week. The first episode of that was good, but I haven't gone back for episode two. Okay, so I don't know what that says because I did have the opportunity to do the other day and I didn't do it. So I did enjoy the first one, but I haven't gone back for the second one yet. Okay. So I will keep you updated if I do go back to it. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I thought of it. I haven't given it enough time. I don't okay. think. But it's an interesting concept. It's a maybe. It's a maybe. It's a Turkish Frankenstein TV show. If anybody's going to watch it, it should be me. And that's it. That's really all I've done this week. And like I said, I was supposed to go to the cinema the other night. That didn't happen. I'm going next week instead now. Okay, fine. I haven't been to cinema for ages. I think it was Saw 10 the last time I went to the cinema. Oh, so that would be a few weeks ago now. Yeah, it was September. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I've got to go see Frankenstein. Uh, no, I've got Frankenstein on the brain. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Okay, right. It's yeah. the new horror movie. Eli Roth. Eli Roth, it? yeah. I'm going to go watch that next week. I should think. be watching that today. No, yeah, as I should we be watching speak, that today. As we record. Yeah, I should. Um, so yeah, I'm going to watch that next week at some point, I think. So I will, uh, yeah, I'm going next Wednesday. So I'll be able to review you next week okay. on that. Good. Cool. Right, what else we got to do? Have we got a real talk? Let's do a real talk. Okay. Are we doing real talk or are we doing what's coming in December first? Let's do what's coming in December. Uh, yeah, we're going to go through because it's becoming the end of no- becoming the end of November very soon. <laughs> Uh, we're going to go through and tell you what's coming in December for Netflix. So what's coming to Netflix? I can't talk. <laughs> what's coming to Netflix UK? Are you okay? December? I don't have, know. Have you reset? I haven't eaten, so it might <laughs> be that. Somebody called me a good podcaster today and I am... Did they? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, How many podcasts have they listened to? <laughs> just the one. <laughs> 
I think it was probably last week's wave. <laughs> that was okay. So yeah, we're going to go through what's coming on to Netflix UK in December this year. Now, let's do it. What's coming in Netflix, Nick? <laughs> Loads of Christmas movies. Loads of Christmas movies. Um, I mean, I'm not even going to read the... Uh, I don't think I'm going to read the synopsis, but December the 1st, you can find A Brush With Christmas. You can. Uh, and you can find Catering Christmas. Wow. Christmas at the drive-in. <laughs> and that's just December the that's 1st. That's just the 1st of December. Sweet Home Season 2, a lot of people got into that, didn't they? That's yes. Is that Korean? I it is, yeah. Costco at Christmas. Okay. Is a documentary about Costco. Brilliant. At Christmas. Uh, randomly, the Green Lantern movie starring Ryan Reynolds arrives on Netflix UK on December the 6th. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Season two of I Hate Christmas is coming. I presume season one came last Christmas. I hope so. The Arches arrives uh, on December the 7th as well. That is the um, Riverdale spin-off, isn't it? Okay. I will take your word for it. I've never really watched Riverdale. Mm, me neither. Uh, December the 8th, we get Leave the World Behind, no, a post-apocalyptic comedy with Julia Roberts. Mahashala Ali, Ethan Hawke, uh, big one of Netflix's big Christmas movies. Well, yeah. not about Christmas, no, but, but it's a big <laughs> Christmas release. Huh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I'll definitely be watching that. Uh, December twelfth, Kevin Hart and Chris Rock headliners only. Their behind the scenes documentary. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Their comedy season. tour. Uh, also under pressure documentary series about the efforts of the u.s football team at the recent women's world cup excellent season six part two of the crown is coming on the 14th of december okay carol and the end of the world comes on december the 15th we talked about that briefly a few weeks ago as does chicken run dawn of the nugget good day for animation yeah the 15th of december yeah that's the sequel to chicken run indeed Spider-Man No Way Home Extended Edition is coming on that day as well. Okay, because that I'm sure that movie is already on Netflix. Oh, is uh, it? I think so, but this is an extended, extended cut with 11 minutes of bonus footage that wasn't included in the original release. Oh, okay. So there you go. Run, more random than the Green Lantern, U571 is coming, which was one of the first DVDs I ever brought. It's a submarine movie. I think I had that on DVD. Yeah. Cause just because, like, like you say, it was one of the first... Was it Matthew McConaughey? And yeah, I think Harrison it is. Ford. Oh, it might be. I don't know. I can remember yeah. vaguely what it is, but that's from 2000. Uh, Maestro arrives on December the 20th. That is the uh, biopic of Leonard Bernstein, directed by and starring Bradley Cooper, which oh, okay. he has got in trouble for in some sections for wearing a prosthetic nose. Oh, I did see that. How did you get trouble for wearing a prosthetic nose? Well, Bradley Cooper only looks like an emu. So <laughs> a, True. Putting a nose on is not going to help, is it? Uh, there's nothing of note coming on December the 22nd. Apart from <laughs> Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. Yeah. The first part of the guaranteed successful multi-year, multi year uh, multi multi. Decade spanning 
franchise franchise from Zack Snyder, the revolutionary Zack Snyder. Ugh. Yeah, that's coming on the twenty second of December. I'm sure, some people are excited. Don't know who they are. <laughs> Merry Christmas from Netflix. You're getting on Christmas Day. Ricky Gervais's Armageddon stand-up show. Okay. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, December 28th is Pokemon Concierge. The stop motion. The first stop motion Pokemon animated series. uh, Which follows uh, the concierge at a Pokemon resort and her trusted sidekick, Psyduck. Okay. December 29th is Berlin, first season of that. That is a prequel to Money Heist. Lovely. Set in Berlin. And that is it. That will round out your year on Netflix. That's a pretty stacked month. Pretty stacked month, yeah. I think Rebel Moon, Chicken Run and the uh, Julia Roberts one are the three big movies that are coming. Let us know if you're going to be watching any of them or if you're going to be avoiding any of them. Sure. And for what reason. Right, shall we do a real talk? Let's do a real talk. I'm having deja vu. What was this week's real talk question, Nick? It kind of happened organically in the Discord this week. We didn't, we didn't set this question. It just ha- people started started <laughs> yes. randomly talking about it. <laughs> so we stole it. <laughs> uh, the the idea, the real talk this week was: uh, What's the worst lesson from a movie? Yes, it's a good. It's a really good question. Who came up with it? Uh, it was Ross Cook. Good old Ross. Um. Chris from the Time Shifters podcast was first. He said, Whiplash. As far as I can see, the lesson is be a raging asshole and people will want to impress you. <laughs> that's, I think that's the second time Chris has been negative about yeah. Whiplash recently. He's not a fan of that movie at all. Uh, Samuel Holland says, Love Actually. Uh, okay. The message I took was stalking your best friend's wife is charming as long as you're attractive. <laughs> <laughs> that is problematic, that Andrew Lincoln storyline. Yeah, it is Love a little actually. bit, I think. I think Love Actually on a whole is pretty problematic. I don't days. think it's aged the best. No, I don't think it has. Uh, it's actually we... showing at the cinemas next week. Is it's it? 20 years old next week. Uh, yeah, Chris Chris agreed with that. He's saying many films suggest stalking is the best way to get the girl or the guy. <laughs> uh, also, I'm just going to read this out just because it reflects well on yourself and myself. Okay. Uh, Chris sort of also said that uh, I'm really happy when I hear Adam and Nick admit that they'll cry during a movie. Oh. The idea that men should be strong and not show their feelings is uh, outdated. So have it's refreshing ever, that we... Have we ever done that as a real talk? What film makes you cry the most? I think we have done have that. Have we? Okay. I will go and double check, but I feel like we've done that. I've got no issue with admitting to crying at films. No. Uh, Sam's got another honourable mention. School of Rock. Steal someone's identity so you can kidnap a bunch of kids <laughs> so they can perform at a concert and have no legal consequences. <laughs> I mean, yeah that, yeah, that falls apart pretty quick if you if yeah, you if, if you want to look at it like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam also went with John Wick or nobody. All problems can be solved with a bit of a punch up. Well, yeah, but you look, can say that about any action movie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Smileyson says, "Home Alone. <laughs> you have the freedom to torture petty criminals as long as you're a cute kid." And your parents leave you <laughs> behind. He did what he had to do, surely. He did. He had to defend his house. Uh, Smiton also says, Passengers, similar stalking themes. We're also meant to root for the guy who condemns his love interest to a life she didn't want. I don't know if I've seen Passengers. 
I don't know if I have. It's Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. isn't it? Oh, no, I have seen it, actually. Is it, is it on Spaceship? <laughs> is it on Spaceship? Is it on Spaceship? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think it's on Spaceship. <laughs> Those awards are coming, coming right your way. <laughs> you can see why Manscaped are interested, <laughs> can't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross, Cook, Ross Cook also says Ghostbusters what uh, obviously their message is that all ghosts need busting <laughs> which which isn't necessarily true um, the message I get from it is oversight is bullshit let us do what we want because we're right Walter Peck comes in there as an official representative of the EPA, asks le- legitimate questions about these disgraced scientists, and he has met with zero cooperation, <laughs> which leads him to fucking things up at the end. I suppose, when you think about it, if you think of the TV show Ghosts, the Ghostbusters would very much be the bad guys in that movie. <laughs> exactly. In that show. Yeah. Uh, Ross says, imagine if we flipped Ghostbusters, where Walter Peck is embraced works with them and gives them a fat government contract <laughs> franchise ghostbusters around the country and the whole thing becomes bigger than the beatles p.s i love ghostbusters <laughs> that's a great answer you might have won that with this week uh yeah that, uh, <laughs> that is very good any more for any more uh that's pretty much it in there okay uh shall i go let me go. Okay. Would you like to go? <laughs> yes. Uh, I think mine comes from this show. Right. Um, I think, I, as soon as I heard uh, this question, this film came into my head and no others will now because this one's stuck in there. Do you remember when we did Sierra Burgess as a loser? I do, yeah. That's got a terrible message. <laughs> Catfishing is okay. Catfishing is okay. That is the message of that movie. <laughs> if you've not seen Sierra Burgess as a loser, the, ru- the loose synopsis would be, this girl... Pretends to be a more attractive girl to ensnare the ensnare <laughs> ensnare the affections of an attractive boy, then kiss rapes him and does lots of horrible things to him, but in the end he just falls in love with her anyway. Yeah, and forgives her for all that. Yeah, and I, it's a good shout. It's so so problematic. Sarah Burgess is a loser. It's a Netflix original. It finished bottom of season one. And it's still potentially the worst film we've ever seen on the show. Um, yeah, it just I, as soon as that question came into my head, I, that film came into my head, and I couldn't think of another one. So I think that's the most problematic movie I've ever seen. Okay, what about yourself? So I've got a couple that I think are very on on the same theme, really. Yeah, and that is the whole sort of and and they're, they're by any means not the only movies guilty of this, but the whole sort of Anyone will fall in love with you as long as you completely change your looks, appearance, personality, and give up everything you believe in. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if it's because, like, being the father of girls, I'm not sure. But a couple that sprang to mind with with essentially what I what I saw as that lesson is Greece. Uh, yeah. Fair. Uh, and The Little Mermaid. Oh wow. <laughs> I love The Little Mermaid. Got great songs. Yeah, it's an absolute classic. But I suppose when you think about it, it's problematic. She leaves everything behind and gives up merness. Merness <laughs> to become a human and stroll off with that guy. Just and he doesn't have to change anything. Yeah, he doesn't come to. He doesn't mer up. He doesn't become a merman. No, 
Kill King, King Triton's not. Tell you what, you come and you come and join us, us for a bit. You can be the the heir to my throne. Yeah, my daughter's got to go and change for you. Bloody men, <laughs> we're the worst. We are men of the so worst. So that's mine. That's a good answer. I really like that answer. Ah, uh, was a good real talk. Thanks for coming up with that one, Ross. Yeah, I think we've already got next week's in the chamber. Yeah, we've already got next week's in so the chamber, so we'll get that. Stay out. tuned on the Discord. Get that out as soon as we can. And uh, I think we've done a wave. I would say that. so. What are we watching on this week's movie show? Uh, yeah? Come back here on Thursday as we will delve into a Swedish movie. We will. Black Crab. We've done quite a few Scandinavian movies. There's there's quite a lot of them on Netflix. There is quite a lot of them on Netflix. I also feel that during our time doing this show, we've done quite a few snowbound movies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this one's got a real similarity to another one we've done recently, I guess. Okay. So we'll uh, we'll dive into that. Yeah, and uh, uh, come back here on Thursday to listen to us talk about Black Crab then, I guess. Yeah. Awesome. And until then, we shall leave you. Cheers. Bye-bye.